Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, you're gonna hear another intro after this because we don't oh, know what the fuck we're we, doing. You know what we should start doing is, is not we, doing intros, right? Just yeah. when we start the interview or whoever, be like, "Hey, well, welcome back. Yeah. We're here with so and so." Because mm-hmm. we always do welcome to another edition and then welcome to another edition. And now we're about to welcome you to another edition of another edition to to, to tell you that there's no food for thought in this one because we have such a fucking good time. Yeah, we go a full hour on this, so so enjoy. Um, but we do want to take this time to plug, of course, Circus Maximus. Um, go ahead, Battle Cat. We have a show coming up. <laughs> Circus Maximus. Thanks, guys. Did it. <laughs> Circus Maximus, Friday night, July 19th, Spalding Hall, Alton, Illinois. Uh, front row tickets are sold out. I almost oversold them because I forgot we had sold seven at mm-hmm. Hogwild. Good job, buddy. But luckily I caught that, and so now we are just sold out of front row. Uh, GA remains. They're actually going pretty quick. Hopefully that trend continues. Uh, CM19.BPT.me and get your Circus Maximus tickets. Any matches uh, on the card you want to entice the people pretty with? Shit, pretty shitty card. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised people bought tickets. <laughs> it's loaded. I mean, from top to bottom. Uh, Randomly, off the top of my head, Larry D versus Craig Mitchell in the big first time ever match. Two hoss fights. Uh, Jigsaw. Two big hosses fighting. Comes at the Midwest. I don't even know the last time Jigsaw has been in the Midwest. I imagine it was probably for Jakara. Actually, never. I don't know. But he faces Gary J. Um, first time ever tag team dream match. Work Horseman against the Besties. A lot of people from Chicago are excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Main event is uh, Jeremy Wyatt versus Jake Parnell. If Wyatt loses the Gateway Heritage Championship between now and Circus Maximus, whoever the champion is will be inserted into this match, and it will be a triple threat. I would hope so. Otherwise, it'd be real weird. Um, but as of now, it'll be Parnell versus Wyatt for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck Mambo makes his Anarchy debut against Everett Connors. That'll be a lot of fun. And Three Bears. Yep. Yes, Three Bears. Little Hollywood Hills and Three Bears, yeah. I actually get to make my return. Yeah. Finally. It took us a year, but you'll be making your return to face Matt Kenway in a dog collar chain match. Yep. I am looking forward to uh, showing him there's the right way, the wrong way, and then the pummeled Kenway. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much the card. Uh, There's uh, oh Cody Lane against Jade Newman. And there's also Kicks and Shit versus the Diamond Dogs. That'd be good. Nine match card plus the pre-event party where Everett Connors will read your fortune. He is a salami. Um, And then there will also be a scramble on the pre-party. It has all kinds of fucking people in it. Um, (laughs) But you can find everything on our YouTube and Twitter page. Well, not YouTube. Oh. Our YouTube page. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, we we, we got to highlight it also. Maybe we start making some more of those. I uh, know you honestly, you can find it on our Facebook and Twitter, uh, also our Instagram page. Yep. Most of all of it should be STL Anarchy. Yep. Um, so search that. Sign up at Patreon. Um, if become you, a patriot. Become a patriot. If you do sign up at Patreon, do me the big favor and don't uh, sit there the whole month and then cancel right before we get paid out. That kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, just better. 
Yeah, you know, well, it does kind of suck. It I mean, because we we, uh, we put out a lot of content on there. We over deliver on the content. We think we uh, hope. tiers start for anywhere from two bucks if you just want to throw a donation in. Uh, starting at five bucks, you start receiving uh, show reviews, show reviews, extra podcast. We we throw shit up randomly. Uh, we did our J- trip to right. Chicago. We just documented parts of our trip to and from Chicago, which was fun. So we'll just mm-hmm. decide to do shit like that. But what we guarantee you is listed on the Patreon, which is like two extra podcasts. At the $10 level. At the $25, $15, and $10 level. Yes. One extra podcast at the $5 level. There's free tickets that are in there in some of the tiers. There's free pre-party. For I think every tier except every the $2. every tier except the $2 tier. So there's a lot of fun stuff on there. And again, we over-deliver on that. So that's shit Klein. But this was before we did the Chicago trip. But apparently we had like eight seven hours of shit up there and like mm-hmm. 11 days like, we're not gonna always be able to deliver at that high of a level but we'll always have extra stuff up and that is uh, at patreon.com slash anarchy stl to sign up yep thanks guys and uh we hope to see you this is a lot of fun this podcast is probably the most fun we've had on here yeah because we hate rook and vega bye <laughs> we're live pal hi and welcome back to another exciting Oh, I'm gonna puke. It's worse every time. Classic. <laughs> All right, you got the gross. Oh, God. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Submission Squad Presents Dollar Menu Mid Carters. Game Edition. The Game Edition? Game Edition, yeah. All right, so fair enough. About. With we special are... guest. We yeah. gotta get better introducing the guy. You can't, you can't say just, with I'm... special guest and then, like, just. F- fucking flail that was, your that arm was out of you. I'm oh, special here, man. You, and then you uh, say the guest. Oh, yeah. a special guest. Christian Rose. Christian Rose. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome this, intro. Yeah, this time in person. Dope. <laughs> this time in person. Yes, this time in person and not over the phone. That is correct, sir. I am actually here in color and also in black and white for those of you who are colorblind. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening on an audio device, he's not there at all. So, <laughs> so first bit of breaking news before we get into the actual game. Mm-hmm. Is uh you know we you were worried that your podcast would be the least viewed? We joked. Yes, about that. I genuinely re- thought that I had no. tanked the show and we would never recover. Nope, Marty Bell has been our lowest yes! listened to podcast. Awesome, shout out Marty. I don't even have an Instagram. Yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> well, she <laughs> might not have promoted. No, she did promote it on. She her. did. My ass is terrible. <laughs> I'm so uh, happy right now. All right, now. So is, <laughs> hold on. So is hers. Oh, finger guns, bitch! That is simply she untrue. She don't listen to this. Yeah, she <laughs> do I, I like that. That's become your running gag, by the way. Well, that, like, you, like well, you, you, listens, you throw but... something at somebody and then just say they don't listen to this. No, like on a long enough timeline, someone will. I'll, someone's I'll get got that to. fucking Facebook ding. Which I do listen to. It. <laughs> you know, I want that to be from an anonymous source. Oh, yeah. It'll be a burner account. Oh, for sure. Another It'll be my fifth. I Guys, I'm four. I'm well into the. I've had several glasses of water this evening, so this should be a good one. Good. All right, so and he means he's drinking. We're right. recording it again after Hog Wild. If you heard me fucking bitch and get off the Jake Parnell podcast, we we actually recorded that before this. So I'm still here at the venue of Spalding Hall. <laughs> but at least you got to pee, so you can. I did get up. to pee and get me a coke, so we should be okay. <laughs> one one solution causes another problem. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go over the game. This was your game idea, so you okay. explain the game. So rules. here here is the game. Here is the thing. It is called blank is killing wrestling slash the business. Mm-hmm. So how this works is 
We will start with Mr. Jackson, and he has to say something that he has heard someone say is killing wrestling or is killing the business. And then we argue, is it or is it not, in fact, killing the business? And then after we have covered his topic, we move on to yours, and we move on to mine. This could be 45 days long, or six minutes. But we gotta do it in 40 minutes. (laughs) So, um, is it the kind of deal where, like, if you don't think it is... He has to make the argument for that it is. No, or is it no, just you, our you, real ju- you just have to speak your opinion your on is opinion. this or is this not. Got but it. it's got to be something that you have heard, and we don't need to single a person out. Oh well, you my know. first one does. Oh, you you, I said we don't have to. You have the option to. All right. By all means, single out everyone. Do I give my opinion on my topic? Correct. Yeah. Do, so this so. is kind of a roundtable discussion, mm-hmm. more both, so than a game. Well, There's it's no. Like a, it's kind of like a whose line is it anyway? The the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Got you. Deal. Right. Much like so, wrestling, it's all inconsequential. And Drew Carey right. has a hole in his hand the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I start? Yeah, I, I, I think you start for sure. All right, I will say uh, Joey Ryan is not is killing the wrestling business. Yes. Okay. And now I give my opinion. Well, sure. Who said I, it? I, I don't think. Well, who right. said it? A lot of people say it. <gasps> oh, okay. I thought you were going to specify. He, he made it sound yeah, like it he did, was it like, did make it sound well, like you were going to throw Scott the source. Well, I mean, I, Twitter is my source. So Fair enough. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I disagree with it. I don't think that he is. Um, I, I think that... I don't know, man. I feel like anything that makes money can't be killing the business. Because it makes money. I don't think he's necessarily killing the business. Does he do things that I find distasteful? Not really, but does he do things that I find... Like, that I I, I don't care about? I will say that. Like can we move past like can we broaden the fucking thing the rules don't matter so let's move to the Priscilla Kelly incident because I feel that gets lumped in with Joey Ryan okay that is not my cup of tea but as someone who has personally grabbed Joey Ryan's cock and been flipped by it Uh that is my cup of tea so to me Joey Ryan is not killing the wrestling business he's making a brand for himself that only is really working for him but people that kind of run off his brand, maybe that's the problem? Yes, because they're like, okay, well, how do we up the stakes? Well, I pull a bloody tampon out. Okay. Whether or not it was a legit bloody tampon or not, not my cup of... You know what? Deborah's here. As a woman, Whoa. if you saw in a wrestling match another a female wrestler reach into her pants... <laughs> I almost puked again. Pull out a bloody tampon and then shoved it in another wrestler's mouth. Is that your thing? That's is that, disgusting. I don't want to know whose thing that is. Cool. Okay. So there it is. Don't the fucking ass. You're going to ruin the show. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's the escalation issue. Like, I think Joey Ryan could live the rest of his career just off dick flipping people and never having to escalate it behind, beyond pulling like a fucking dildo out of his ass full of shit and shoving it up somebody's mouth. Why is it full of shit? Man, because he pulled it out of his ass. It's, what if he it's also his hollow. Ass it's a hollow dildo then because it's full of shit. Like, yeah. Typically, I believe they're... So, you know what? Okay, I, what I, right. You're getting anyway. way too specific about <laughs> yeah. this. But that's kind of what I... Your I, words. Oh. <laughs> yeah. my, your words put in my mouth. Great. Uh, that's, I think, the issue. Do I think uh, Joey Ryan is killing wrestling? No. Do I think people trying to imitate and escalate? No, but it's just not my cup of tea. So, I don't disagree with what you have said. I will say this. Do I think that Joey Ryan is killing wrestling business? No, I don't. Do I think... Okay, so I, I like Joey Ryan as a person. He's always been cool with me. Oh, yeah, time. he was a fucking blast. Would I it. ever pay money to watch one of his matches? No, because I've already seen it, so I know what I'm going to get out of this. Uh, I, I understand that. Having said that, he is 
continually the most overperson on shows that he's mm-hmm. on, and I understand. You saw that, that a journey. I sure did. Yeah, first over. I've seen it firsthand several times. It's massively over. Do I wish full heartedly that I had somehow come up with or stumbled upon that gimmick? Yes, a thousand times over. Yes, but. I question, like, how long can it go? You know, like, where do you go from here and everything else? He will... He's a very creative person. He'll probably find a way to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I kind of fall into the same category with you where it's like, I don't think that this is hurting wrestling. I agree with your sentiment that it's like, oh, it makes money. Who cares? Uh, it's just not going to make any of my money. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And to me, I think that, like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's not killing the business. I think almost everything we say is it's gonna probably all going to fall under yeah, that yeah, umbrella. If you don't like really, it, don't yeah. watch it. But uh, uh, don't put money towards it. Yeah. I do. Wonder, all right, thanks, guys. Well, over. I, no. I, I do wonder though. It's such need, an I earnest need, no. I need, I need the clout. If it was, uh, <laughs> if it was too much when he did the gimmick of uh, where the fans were like touching his dick for pictures, right. they weren't touching his. Real flaccid penis, as far as I know. But well, it was through the gear. Okay, like he was a bit chubby when I grabbed. He got a bit of a stiff. Uh, I think no, you're I giving yourself that. a lot of yeah, credit there. You're not, like you're not a bad looking guy. All right, I was covered in. Hard. Hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. I didn't clarify the situation. I was you in touched baby his dick powder. Outside of the mattress. Stop yeah, right no, now. Oh. No, I was in baby powder. In a body in bag. In baby powder? Yeah. In ba- like, I was covered in baby powder in a body bag under the ring and pulled out. Uh, and then I wrestled Jordan. This beautiful yeah. little bit of book in there. Glad, had, glad uh, I clarified inspire. Although, I will say real quick before we go on to the next topic, yeah. to go back. The Priscilla Kelly thing. I, I tried to summarize this in a tweet that probably got me blocked by a good number of people that I don't know exist, so good on you. Uh, <laughs> but that, that whole thing didn't offend me in the sense of like it being disgusting, despite the fact that it is. That's not what offended me about it. What offended me about it was, to me, it's lazy. Yeah. So to me, lowbrow... And I feel this way about wrestling. I feel this way about like comedy. I feel this way about movies. Lowbrow stuff, even if it does get a reaction, mm-hmm. to me is just lazy. I don't think that what Joey Ryan does is lazy. A lot of people do, and I don't. Okay. I think that the Priscilla Kelly thing was just lazy. And again, to me, I'm like, well, if we're just trying to be disgusting, what is to stop me from just, I don't know, having long johns before a match and then just spraying diarrhea on my opponent? Nothing, except that, like, one, pretty fucking gross, and two, it's really lazy, except that I didn't have to buy and eat long john silvers. <laughs> Outside of that long, goddamn brand deal. I have a Long John Silver story that's pretty funny. Go on. So I go into a Captain <laughs> we D's. We got 40 minutes to I go into a Captain D's. I don't know what Captain D's is. It's, it's a, a fish it, place. It's also a Long John, like Silver, long John Silver. Oh, okay, okay. And I have these coupons. And brother, I'm fucking cocky. I have these coupons. <laughs> your coupon's oh, strong. Yeah, I'm cocky. <laughs> coupon so, strong style. You're, you're, you're all pumped up on savings. Right. If you watch... You've probably never seen a Captain D's commercial, but their whole gimmick is people are talking and they'll go, Captain D's, please, and they'll bring the fucking Captain D's. Sounds cool. I walk into Captain D's, I slam these fucking coupons <laughs> on the counter, and I go, Captain D's, please. She looks at the coupons, looks at me, and she goes, these are Long John Silvers, and hands them back to me. And I look and go, son of a bitch, they weren't Captain D's. Okay. okay. I was made a fool of. <laughs> In this yes, truly. <laughs> you... You foolishly foolish, <laughs> foolhardy fool. Although, I will say this, uh, and I say this only now, in the past few seconds, learning of Captain D's existence. Yeah. If I learned 
if I worked at Captain D's and I had decided not to kill myself and you came in there and slapped those coupons down happy and behaved that way, I would have thrown anything I could have grabbed at you. Like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I went on there, slammed those used, fuckers down. Captain to, D's, please. I used to really enjoy <laughs> Long John, John Silver's, Silver. but I know now that if I were to eat it, I would just spend oh, the, a good chunk of my I life like in the bathroom. I'm not a big fish person. <laughs> but, and I was going to get hush puppy. I got, I ended up eating there, but... I, <laughs> but I'm paid full price right. like a, like like a chump, like idiot. a defeated fool. Because they certainly didn't honor those coupons. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course they didn't. What are you saying? Why on earth would they ever do that? Oh, I want someone shit. to come to an anarchy show with comped WWE tickets and be like, well, this is I'll tell you what, right? I give them a discount. You I'll heard it here discount. first, folks. He'll give you a, a discount. $3, uh, two, one. Oh, he's discount. dialing it back. <laughs> but it has to be on the day. You have to right, be right. Right. Yeah. And you have to look as happy as I did. Also, <laughs> Randy Orton positive. has to be on the card. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, next topic. Next oh, topic. I, I, I need to breathe. <laughs> because in my head, I'm replaying the scenario of, like, the door swinging open, the jingle happening, <laughs> the fucking, the person, like, turning their head to the look. The light coming yeah. from behind you. Yes. He, this, is, this is his moment. And oh, in my head, it's I the, the summertime with the weather. And here comes Jackson. <laughs> Skipping to the register, coupons <laughs> in hand, like waving them like a they fucking baton. They had the whole sheet. Oh, they were pretty. You're such an asshole. Here's the first three pages of the Daily Tribune. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get it. Didn't get any money off. <laughs> Alright, next God, topic. Just an illiterate we have idiot. Spent, we have spent 12 minutes on the first topic. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're great. We're great. Go. Go, go, go. Okay. You got one? I, I need to I need to breathe. If you want, I'll go. Okay, yes. Can, okay. Um, because this was at the time of this recording a relatively recent hot topic. Dangerous spots being done to garner attention. Is this or is this not killing the business? Mr. Jackson, your thoughts. Um, Patreon real quick. I we talked about this a little bit on Patreon, but I have a different view we didn't talk about on there. I don't think there's a problem with it, like the dude, the two dudes that did it at AIW. Right. That, I don't. I don't think there was a problem with it because now, if they did that every show there, I would say that's a problem. But they don't. Yeah. They don't. And right. You know. But what I so it's almost this might even be a whole different subject. But I think that we live in a world now, though, where gifable things have become like that guy's a good worker, and I don't think that that's correct. I don't think you can have one cool gif and it's like. That gift goes viral. That guy starts getting booked everywhere, and did that mean, and that means he's a great worker. It just means he did a neat spot. But don't one you think time. That those guys almost immediately then get exposed for not, not being good workers? Not all the time, I don't think. Because they're not being gifted. Being so bad. maybe, but maybe if they do, they at the very least get to do the big loop of like cool. really yeah, good indies. Right. So, so I don't think it hurts the business in that respect of like that spot's going to kill wrestling. Sometimes I think I, I, so. I don't have a problem with it, but I I don't like how almost like the bookers and promoters almost get themselves worked by these spots. And go gotta book that guy because he did this badass spot I saw on a gift. Right. 
I want to see the whole, not like, I don't need to see a guy work 30 minutes, but I need to see a bell to bell. And right. then we'll see. So I don't, bell to bells. I think it can hurt some way. I think it hurts guys sometimes that are good workers, but aren't as gifable as other guys. It might hurt them because mm-hmm. now those guys are stepping to the front of the line because they're doing like cool gifable spots. That's kind of how I look, but I don't think it's killing the business. Evan, your, your thoughts. Cause I, I got a, I've got a rant. Okay. Um, Locked in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I'll be brief. Uh, let me just kind of jump on uh, jump on it, because I do singing stuff now, apparently. Mm. Um, based off what Matt says, like, I don't think doing dangerous spots every now and then it will kill the business. Will it kill people? Maybe. But, like, it won't kill wrestling. I think what he just said to, compound, uh, to expand upon it is being uh, promoters looking to capitalize on that and putting their own product in the crossfire because they saw these two dudes jump off a DVD through four tables that fucking folded like paper on a goddamn table. They really didn't give them anything on that. Yeah, like they, they no, that, those tables, yeah, yeah, they just went yeah. right through it like paper. Uh, like that is, 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 to me, isn't killing wrestling because wrestling's too broad, but it's killing promotions. Okay. Because you're, you're sacrificing your integrity for a flavor of the week that that might be all they can produce. Like mm-hmm. Matt said, from bell to bell, it might be shit. But then once they I, get I, on I, top, I think brother, we do need to say though that we can't. We're not really talking about those two guys specifically. No, they're well, just no, the no. Like, I, I don't, I don't know those two guys from Adam. That's right, just the right. most recent. Me example. neither. So yeah. I don't want to make it sound like we're saying exactly. they can't work. But exactly. We, oh, and we've never the seen joke. them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe we've met them. I don't know. I, I, I don't think we've ever. We've never met. But I think that's. What's killing companies? Not so much wrestling. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Companies are wrestling. That compromising your product, what you put out, what you spend your money on as the booker slash promoter slash whatever, that's what kills you is your ego to jump on the latest fad rather than be, instead of being the first you, you are the fourth right jumping off the balcony guys. Gotcha. That's... That's it. Please, rant on. Okay. So, to begin with, I'm not going to say that this is killing the business. Is this your fucking four-person suplex thing? It, no, that that's not killing anything. Uh, if, <laughs> by the way, real quick, follow me on Twitter at BitterLunatic. Follow, uh, go to my profile. The pinned tweet at the top is the pinnacle of professional <laughs> wrestling. Anyways, no. Um, I don't think that it's killing wrestling because, to me, it's really hard to say that anything... Spoiler for the rest of the game. That one definitive thing is killing wrestling. Like, the Benoit tragedy could have killed wrestling. Well, yeah, that and, got close. And mm-hmm. It came very close, but it didn't. And that was horrifying. Yeah. But Mark Maddow tried his damnedest. Sure it did. Uh, but do I think that the these type of spots are hurting wrestling? I do, and here is why. The problem with this is that guys do these things because they think that they can parlay the attention and the exposure dollars into a career, into actual cash dollars. And a very select few can, but the vast majority of them cannot. So then they are just putting this damage on their actual bodies, and in a bigger term, the promotions, for actually no payoff. And we live in a time now where these things, these shocking, unbelievable things happen uh, damn near daily. Like, there was just a few months ago, there was that clip of, 
from Mexico where a guy had a cinder block thrown into the back of his head oh, and, yeah. and oh. damn near died. To my knowledge, has not, I, I don't know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the internet, to my knowledge, has not worked since then, but legitimately almost died. I don't, I can't tell you either of those guys' names at all. And so that's my thing where I'm like, to me, okay, the, the prime example of doing something absolutely insanely dangerous and parlaying it into an actual career in the modern era is Joey Janela. He took that insane, crazy bump with Zandig off a building through a, 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 a the tower bunch tubes. of tower tubes into a truck and was able, because of his own genius at like marketing and branding and everything else, was able to parlay that into what I would call a pretty fucking successful oh, career, yeah, especially sure. right now, more so as a promoter than as a actual worker. But the rest of these guys that do these dangerous things... Hi. A lot of them. Hi, Gary. Yeah, Gary's, Gary's here now, guys. Not talking about me, right? No, actually, we're genuinely not. Shut you kind of fall up. into this, yeah, but this no. Is, we're, we're making uh, revenue. Bro, all I do is I take dumb bumps because I don't know how to do anything. And that's, uh, you yes. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's surprised by that. Uh, you hear that? That's the sound of no one arguing with him. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey. Take her. Take her. Thanks, right. bud. Get the fuck out. Go home. See you, buddy. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow for a little bit. <laughs> well, I'll probably see you before you leave for zero one. All right, fair enough. You're dead to me. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're dead to me. I'm canceling on zero one. No, oh, this this will be released so long after that. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're we're putting this I'm gonna out go in like work an for hour. Dynamo Shit Fed Pro. Boys. Jesus Christ! Oh, it's just gonna be one big long bleep. Yeah, no, we can't. No, we can't. We don't edit. Oh, we can't? We don't edit. We can't. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I enjoy vagina too, my friend. This is as good as live. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, like, anyways, before I was politely. Just like that didn't happen. Um, no, like, my point is that, like, I understand the allure of, like, I think you said on the Patreon thing where it's like you do these things because you want to get that attention. Right. Uh, nobody. Uh, real quick, side note, I, I'm hoping you guys are with me. Whenever one of these crazy spots happens and you see comments on it where it's like, oh, I hope it was worth the $20 in a history. Fuck off. We right. all know yeah. that, like, no, like one, even if you're getting paid, quote-unquote, WWE money, it's not worth taking that risk to your body for any no. number of dollars, okay? Like, well, in my something opinion, you're passionate about. Like, that would be, like, the same motherfucker that comments on that goes and shoots fucking 18 holes of golf and don't make anything, but he's doing something he's passionate right. about. Right, you know exactly. I mean? But no and, one goes to him and goes, ugh. You didn't get paid shit to do and that. God, fuck golf, man! Oh, I'd rather I watch. Tried. I, tried I, I would. <laughs> I would rather watch flies fist fight than ever watch <laughs> golf. I think I would try. I to watched watch Tiger that Woods too. seal that major. I haven't watched fucking. But golf But did you watch whole the life. whole thing? Oh, fuck no. no see on, exactly. Because Tiger Woods is a it's celebrity. As, He's a draw. Yeah, but it's the same as NASCAR. You watch the last two laps. Who gives a uh, fuck yeah. about the four hundred others? If I'm gonna watch NASCAR, I always watch the beginning because that's when the most crashes happen. Fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, my point is, Next step, bro. I don't have a problem with the guys that do this stuff, but I just wish that they were smarter about. Uh, uh, actually, because he just stumbled the fuck in here, drunk and dumb, Gary and Parnell. That whole deal with the hook, like, they were smart enough to make that into a thing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I mean, that, that it's it's the follow-through is really what you're saying. It's like, the, the spots itself aren't killing wrestling. It's a lack or an inability to follow through on the hype. And, you know, because, it, might, like, you know I, it might kill is people's, like, quote, passion. Because if you think, like... You do something big, and you're like, this is it, this is blowing up, we're yeah. going to start getting... But then you don't? It's like, well, fuck, what can I do now? I've done hurled myself off of a building. And if you're, if you're a fan, and you go to show A, and you see guys fall off of a balcony, or whatever, 
and then you come back for show B. And they don't. And they don't, and it's just wrestling. You're kind of like, well. Well, yeah, you have to, then that's when it comes down to, like, it's like with us here at Anarchy, like, you know, tonight at Hogwild, there was all kinds of blood. We don't have that every single show. So it's like, you have to hope. So there I was at the business end of a crocodile. <laughs> but you, cool. you have to hope to be able to, like. Such an ass. Hook them other ways, like yes. you know what I mean. So like, hopefully, and, and, and I feel I don't want to sound like we're picking on AIW or anything, but like, we're not. We're I'm actually, not picking on those no. two guys. I hope, I hope those two dudes can parlay this into like successful careers and make stacks of cash right. off of it. Like I, that's what I want. I don't want it to be wasted, right. and so, I don't want it to be for nothing. So I guess my thing is for this is if you're a brand and this happens, like hopefully you're a strong enough brand where you can hook your fans in with other stuff so that that way you don't have a situation where you lose a half your fan base when there's not something insane like there was at like show A. Right. Because I feel like you can still do that shit and then show B not have it, but you have to have a strong brand to hook people and get them to keep coming back. Right. Mm-hmm. So we probably should take it because if they're really all like drunk and leaving, yes. So we'll be back to make sure we're not getting kicked out. That's oh, true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, whether that was a food for thought or whatever is great. Uh, mine is a relatively simple one. It's something I remember. Wait, are you gonna like Texas? Go what? back on what we're actually discussing, or is this just? No, is it, we finished. Well, were we done with the last topic? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. we? Yeah. No, no. I, like we're done. I didn't know if we needed to like set up like where we are, like what we're doing. Oh yeah, we're playing the game. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, if they're this far into the into the episode, I don't think they're going to be like. I don't know your editing now? techniques. I'm sorry. Oh no, we just slide these fuckers over. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's a drag oh, and drop. Okay. I'll show you how to do this. You can have your own podcast real easy. You I steal, don't need you guys at all. You steal a Patreon idea? I'll fucking rip your yeah. car. <laughs> Patreon. We created Patreon. We created it. Uh, mine's relatively simple. It goes back to when we were wrestling for Texas, and it was because. Apparently, uh, boots were a big thing. Rudy Boy Gonzalez was really big on boots. Yes, and Ugh. if you didn't have kick, if you didn't have boots, he didn't consider you a real wrestler. And I think that might be the case today. I can say that because, as always, he'll never listen to this. Good. Uh, so, kick pads or like MMA. Let, let me let me broaden it for you okay. a little bit. Um, kick pads, MMA apparel. Uh, those, you know what I mean? Those gloves that Taker wears. Yeah. She's Taker. I mean, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, Taker Okay, too. hold on. <laughs> no, but yeah, okay. Yeah, like, like, non-traditional wrestling attire is killing wrestling's business. Okay. And I... Please go. No, no, no. By all means, do you have any more? Uh, to me, I feel that, no, and I think we'll all agree, this will, I, I feel this will be the shortest of it all. I just want it because I always remember this, and it's always the one that sticks in the back of my head that's the dumbest argument, because... If you don't understand why people wear kick pads, or even if like you're b- broke, mm-hmm. kick pads are incredibly less expensive than a custom pair of boots, mm-hmm. and they they're better than wearing wrestling shooter shoes, which are what I do now because I'm lazy. But uh, you know, like the no, truth comes out. Yeah, kick pads, MMA gloves, even MMA like fucking short gear, like isn't killing wrestling. That's it, really. I just, I, I just hated that sentiment, and I wanted to express that here. You're stupid if you think that. You're <laughs> well, I think fucking killing the business. <laughs> yeah, um, like that's the fucking stupidest thing I probably have ever heard for a long time. Like, I, like I was flabbergasted when I heard that. I was like, fucking kick pads, get real boots, you're a real wrestler. Like, <laughs> my head's like, that's the stupidest fucking thing you've ever said to me. Don't ever fucking approach me. You want to go or no? I'll go real quick. Cool. Like, I have an interesting 
like, so here's the thing. The, the dive into the kayfabe part of wrestling. Yeah. So you wear what? you wear kick pads. Mm-hmm. Because it, I think it's stupid to wear kick pads if you never throw any kicks. Shark pad. Shark but 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 what I'm what I'm saying is if if you're throwing kicks like if you do throw kicks right. is it the point to knock a guy out or hurt him to win the match so why would you put padding on? Well, the padding is to protect, protect your, your leg. Yeah, you sacrifice your leg for the win. I did a. I don't of, want it. That I, bad. I had a. I had a cup of coffee in the UFC. I don't know if you. Know uh, I I've heard you were a strong style high flyer. I, I was in my and, early yes, career. Yeah, yeah, that's I'd true. Golf myself in flames <laughs> and jump on you on the outside. Now and between season. that run Hell and my season. ballet run, I was in the UFC. <laughs> and, and at the time you were... You were I uh, didn't wear a kick because I was trying to hurt you out there. Yeah, I know you were. But you were also a, a Westminster dog, best in show winner, five, five time, times, times in a row. row. You're the motherfucker oh. that preempted Raw. Yes, I was prancing out there. Damn you. Making some money. but Making no. me watch wrestling on a Tuesday. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's killing the business. for you bros. <laughs> I don't think anything you can wear to the fucking ring could kill the business. I, okay, I'm of the mindset that, like, you can wear whatever you want as long as it makes sense for, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, who you are in ring. Now, what I mean by that is uh, Luke Harper, being a member of the Wyatt family, that guy wrestled in boots, jeans, and a filthy tank top. And that made sense for what that character is. He's this big, nasty weirdo from the Deep South. Fine. Awesome. My issue... As it, it, maybe this is just a one-way street for me. You make gear to suit your character. Don't make your character to suit your gear in the sense that you're too cheap to buy wrestling gear. You're just like, well, I've got jeans and a tank top, so I'm just going to be a dirty swamp guy. No, 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 no. Because well, where's like, your fucking snakeskin boots then? Dude, if I could work in snakeskin boots, if that was what I viewed the low-life gimmick to be, I would... I would well, no, not you. If you're a swamp guy, wouldn't you have snakeskin boots? You would, but if I had snakeskin boots, I'd be wearing them right now instead of these amazing Under Armour sandals that I have on. Please sponsor me. But they, Trust me. They're, they're not going to. They're not going to. Uh, uh, but I always thought that like the guys that you... Like, you see guys on shows that are wearing like shitty, quote-unquote, pseudo gear, and then you ask them, like, why don't you have real gear? And they're like, well, I view my character as like this, and it's an excuse to not buy it. That bothers me. Can we jump into the superhero of the month thing? What, dude? Yes. Why have we not already? Yeah, that was my other one. But this one is a more annoying. I'm gonna forego my turn so that you can go again. Why don't you just make that yours? Tell me your one. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, finish yours. Going on and produce on the fly here, boy. Yes, yes. Questions, questions don't matter. All right. The the show's made up and the points don't matter. All right, you're in the lead, by the way. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the American Dragon wears kick pads. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think What's it's killing the the Brian Danielson. Brian the Dragon. American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And you Weird. told him to get the fuck out of the business. Is that and he, he did. Kick pads? He did. And I am the win- I'm still on the indie scene, and he is not, so I have won. <laughs> wow. Good it, day, wow. Sir. That is a victory. Woohoo. Yeah, yes. Still doing this. Second. Anyways. Yeah. So, follow up. Superhero t-shirts, gear, masks, whatever. That's oh, killing the wrestling industry. Bury the fuck go for out it. of somebody you go here tonight. Jackson, oh, you first, because I'm getting my show. Oh, you're gonna, I, no, I just, I, you just go, because I know you're going to bury A.T. Brooks. I'm I am going to bury A.T. Brooks, <laughs> and I'm here to hear it. All right, so 
A.T. Brooks. Do you know who he is? No, you fucking don't because you watch wrestling. Doesn't Here's the deal. stand for Thor, his favorite superhero? See, you say that. <laughs> so this fucking clown wrestled as A.T. Brooks because he liked CM Punk and his real name is Phil Brooks. <laughs> so that's where he got the original name from. When the first Thor movie, which is fine, came out, he decided to make part of his character that his name is Aaron Thor Brooks. It's his middle name is Thor. How did this portray into his character? It didn't. He just <laughs> wear a Thor shirt to the ring, and that was it. Everything else stayed exactly the same. Nothing changed. And any time that a new superhero movie would come out, which I don't know if you guys are aware of this, happens about every six to eight hours. He would just change his entire gimmick and backstory on his character based on whatever the new superhero of the month thing was. So much so that back in October, when uh, Venom was about to come out, uh, the gentleman here to my left messaged me to say... How long do you think until A.T. Brooks decides that he is now a Venom-based character? And I said, it's probably already happening. Not gonna lie, guys. I said that in jest. Only to have reality make a fool of me when Evan This was your Captain me, D's cube. This, this was... The Captain Long John Silver and the Captain D both beating my ass. <laughs> That's what this was. Because Evan then sends me a picture of A.T. Brooks wearing the like Venom slash Finn Balor style face paint. And he is now calling himself the Venom King. Which also, in no world, makes sense. But... <laughs> I then talked to a gentleman who was on a show with said with said A.T. Brooks, and they told me that he had his uh, makeup person there, and it took four hours. Ugh. Four consecutive hours. That is 280 minutes, yes. right? Yeah. No, 240. 240. 240 consecutive minutes of makeup paint preparation time during which he could not talk about his match or whatever, which I'm sure was just a barn goddamn burner. There oh, are no yeah. more burns! Oh, there are no more barns! They're all burned! Guy's a shit fucking worker. Like, shit. I've, I've never had more bad slash possibly average matches with one person than I have with this guy. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> but like I love the <laughs> slash average. Like it's one of the I got my shit in and I'm fine. I didn't get hurt. Get your shit in like, driver. Dude, Look, like I'm not just, drunk. God. Shit worker. Go to IWA. See, he's backing me up. And but like, plenty. YouTube. I didn't know AT stood for Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> AT stands for Avengers. Well, this could in parlay game. into my next one. Yeah, all right. Oh, uh, do you, but do just you real anything? quick, like, yeah. hold on, just to summarize, yeah, please. If you guys want to take inspiration from a comic book character, I get that, and that's fine. But it needs to be subtle. It needs to be low key, uh, and and not whatever is now in theaters. Like Avengers just made a billion fucking dollars in like ten minutes. I think it passed. It's it passed. But here's the thing. It's made a full. It's made a cubic acre of money. You can't just mm-hmm. base your entire character on that. Movie. I don't think you can base your Unless character off of another character. Like I can see if you were like big. Like if your inspiration was Muhammad Ali or okay. like Michael Jordan or someone a legitimate athlete or like fucking. Martin Luther King. 
<laughs> are playing Gretzky. Yeah, so there we go. We just, had, we just had a small problem. But, but, <laughs> what? But I don't think that you can be like, I'm going to base my fake persona off of someone else's persona. Well, I'm not saying, like, base strongly, but I, I, I get the idea of, like, Borrowing or inspiring from because we all borrow and we all inspire from. I was hundred percent original. I hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent yeah. original. So you never watched like Hoist Gracie and you're like, that's what I want to fucking do. Well, I was ground and pound. Like, okay, Hoist, you never watched Volcan and you were like, oh, that's what I want to fucking no, do. No, like Johnny Saint, none of it. Like, you never watched Knight Rider. I seen Johnny Saint, Antonio Rocca at King of Trios 2009. I seen Johnny Saint completely Huge. nude. Yeah. Huge influence story. on your work, right? Change right next to me. Yeah. Completely nude. Same and, one and that that's, I can, and, and that's why you walk around nude and flaccid in the locker rooms to this day. I so don't, don't tell flaccid. me. Good enough for WWE NXT <laughs> yeah. UK Commissioner Johnny Saint. I need to email. Go, hey, bud, see me nude. <laughs> hey, bud, sneak to nude. You don't want this to leak. <laughs> Yeah, from 2009. <laughs> it really cuts your thumb on it. <laughs> Got that in the back pocket, boys. Hopefully Johnny Saint don't listen to this. You know what? <laughs> Hopefully. We, we hope. I think he does. We might be fucked. He's on the Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Jay Saint. Oh, no. Is it, is it Patreon or Patreon? Patreon. I call them Patriots. I like to call them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. So they, the Patriots, USA. Okay. okay. Oh, um, I don't think having uh, superhero-themed gear is bad. Like, for my example, it'd be Johnny Gargano. Right. Every NXT, it's always a different Marvel character or, or something. Okay. And I think that's fun. It's not like over-the-top, the Venom t-shirt, that... Like, even when Finn Balor did it in Japan... It was a special thing. Nobody was really doing it how he was doing it. But he it. also, like, he didn't cross that line where it's like, okay, he's wearing stuff that's inspired by this fictional character. He's not referring to himself as we. Yes. Like Venom would do. And Johnny Gargano is not, uh, I, I don't know, fucking flying like Iron Man or something. You, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, cool if he fucking did. <laughs> right. I mean, he'll figure it out. He's Johnny Gargano. Sure. Uh, I, th- I think that's fine, having, like, gear-themed like your favorite superhero, so long as it's subtle enough. Uh, but if you're just like, fuck you, I'm goddamn Captain America, A.T. Brooks, that's what the A.T. stands for. That's what the A stands for? America? America yeah. Thor? America Thor yeah. Brooks. America Thor Brooks, son yeah. of Captain a bitch. Captain America Thor Brooks. Put him on Circus Maximus. I'd Push rather, him to the moon. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the, well, that's the sacrifice you're going to have to make, Jackson. Yeah. It's for the betterment of the product. Yeah, it's for the you, brand. You sacrifice <laughs> yourself for... A god of thunder, <laughs> and Captain America, who is apparently the same person. The other problem punk. with that is that, like, it's a, it's a thing where, like, if you inspire yourself to that degree mm-hmm. off of a fictional character, which, okay, I, I whatever, if you, uh, an established character, everyone around you has to then work based off of that. So if you decide that, like, okay, my wrestling persona is in essence Spider Man, mm-hmm. well, then the people that you wrestle are in essence, by necessity, then, the the villains from Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm not a Spider-Man villain. Well, did and you I not see Spider-Man 2? He was Doc Ock. Played a good oh, role that would, that. That, yeah, would explain, yeah. that would explain your numerous limbs that I've seen <laughs> while you were walking around <laughs> nude, channeling Johnny Saint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> also a Spider-Man villain. Yes, that too. 
Wait, what? Yeah, it was. Oh, if I ever worked at Bro, I'd be an MMA fighter. Oh, yeah? With his ass. <laughs> okay, right, okay, worked at Okay. okay. Uh, I so, think I, 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 have, I have one more hot topic. All right. So if we have time. Yeah, we, we have six minutes. We okay. got time. Here we go. We have plenty of time. Here we go. Yes. Intergender wrestling. Okay. Is it or is it not killing the business? Mr. Jackson, your thoughts? No, I don't think so. I mean, we just seen it go pretty well at Ladies' Night with uh, Kylie Ray and Gary. I don't think it's killing the business. I got. I don't know. I got. I just. I, I think it's ridiculous to say it is. In my opinion, um, I have heard some other interesting takes on it, where like, people talk about like how it can be triggers for people from domestic abuse and all that. But I don't know, man. Uh, you don't. If you go to a movie and Wonder Woman's fighting a guy, you don't get up and walk out right. of the theater. So I, I just don't think it's killing the business. I certainly hope not if we do that intergender show in October. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, still, yeah I certainly yeah. hope not in July for this coming to my right. Correct. Yeah, you're. I mean, intergender. I, uh, that's the hottest thing they have going right uh, now. Thank you. So how how could that? If you're listening to this, we're talking about my feud slash uh, march to death with Shotzi Blackheart yeah. in yeah. Journey Pro. Now I, I think. I mean, it's like with any other wrestling. Like, bad intergender wrestling is bad. Thank you! But, like, I, I, so not every male talent can work with a female, and not every female talent can work with a male, especially based on their styles. So, a prime example, we talked about this on one of our fucking mini-podcasts. Jessica James. Is Jessica James worked with Gary. Gary is heavy striker. Jessica yep. James is like a flyer who yep. didn't like to be striked. And struck. it struck whatever. Yeah. It was <laughs> not good. Right. She I mean, it wasn't good. And so I think it you have to be smart and in booking intergender wrestling and how you do it. And right. I think that not everyone can do it. But if done right, it's just as good as any other good wrestling. And that's why Marty Bell will never wrestle Man Fidget. Ah bitch oh. finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, man, I based half my career in Texas off intergender wrestling and making it work. What a I, successful ride it was. It actually, it was. Yeah, fuck him, but it was. Uh, I actually did wrestle Jessica James multiple times, and we had fine matches. Right, because she was a flyer. You could base for her. Not that Gary couldn't base for yeah, her, but, but your I, style. I'm not a striker. I at, right. at that point, I was more of a fucking boring fucking What you guys need to do is be a jack of all trades like me. Yeah, I could obviously. have gotten in there, tore the house down I'm, with I'm just anybody. Gonna quit. With yeah. anybody. Uh, no, yeah, like you said, like some women can't handle fighting men and some men can't handle fighting women. Like, it, it's a style mashup. Right, I think it's some, more of a style thing than anything. And some promoters aren't smart enough to realize that. Gary and Jessica don't have good chemistry. Jessica and I have good chemistry. But you could say that about like people of the you same could say that, gender. Yes, like exactly. there, I guarantee there's people that you've worked with that you don't have chemistry with. Yeah, I I would say and, so. And that's why I team with Gary instead of wrestling. You um, just don't want to get your ass beat. Yeah, that's fair too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best way. He just is the best way to describe. It. It's just it's all a style mashup, regardless of gender. So I, think, I don't yeah, think it's any gender different. really doesn't. If you're if you don't have a good argument for it, the argument of gender is your only argument. I think, okay, so I agree with what you guys have said, but to add to it, I think that skill level, yeah, as, as much as like style and everything and chemistry comes into play too, because an argument can be made that like if, if you have if you have a guy that's not good and mm-hmm. he has a match with a girl that is good, the match might not be good. 
yeah. because of the difference in skill level. But you can say that about two people. Like, if, if I have a match with a guy who's green or not good or whatever, mm-hmm. there's a good chance it's going to suck. Same thing with a girl who's green or not good or whatever. If you have two people that are of an uh, equal skill level, mm-hmm. that's when it's good regardless of gender. I, I was fortunate enough to, like, watch your feet up, dropping names. Uh, I had one singles match with uh, Ruby Riot of mm-hmm. WWE fame. And she literally asked me, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do, like, just hokey, like, man versus woman stuff or, you know, whatever? And I said, no, because she's she's good. Like, yeah. and when I say this, I don't mean this to sound like in a sexist way. I mean this yeah. as a compliment. She wrestles like a guy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do this as, like, some bullshit intergender man versus woman thing. I want to do this as uh, I'm a foot plus taller than you right. and and 80 pounds heavy and, and, and I would have that same match with a guy right. who was in the same physical stature slash skill set as she was right. I think that that's the thing so like when you hear like because I've, I've heard arguments about like the size disparity and I get that but it's like if the if someone is small and bad the match is not going to be good regardless of who and the other size person is size right like so like I mean if I'm if I fought a guy the same size as Ronda Rousey is, I get my ass whipped by Ronda Rousey. It wouldn't matter what her size is. Correct. And but like, but that's what that's that's what I'm saying when it comes to skill. Right. Up, right. And I know. think you made a good point too with uh, like the hokey like guy girl thing. That intergender wrestling I don't like because then like what like I don't care for so, it. I so, think it's lazy. So yeah. if, if you it, beat it's, her, it's cheap. if you win in that match, what does that do for you? Big deal. Because you didn't give a fuck about the opponent because it was a girl from right. the start. And then if she beats you, what good does that... I mean, you don't, it's not really putting her over. She's a girl that locked into beating you or something. Right. So I feel if you do enter gender wrestling, it has to be done with competitor versus competitor, regardless of gender. It's just two people having a wrestling match. But it needs to be based... In that context. Right, yeah. yeah. It's two people having a fucking fight or whatever, and they happen to be opposite genders. Not, it's two opposite genders, and the guy doesn't really want to fight the girl, and yeah, she he slips on a banana peel, and that's how she gets her fucking shine, and then he bullshits with yeah. her in the heat, and then slips on another banana peel, and she gets her come back. I've actually lost a match to a banana peel. I recently, uh, a friend of mine had a spot where a guy threw a banana peel down and he stepped on it and just took the most insane back bump I've seen. I did that one. Based, based, based it on a Mario Kart. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think that's basically it. Like, cool. Like, I hate. A break. That's fine. I hate the uh, real quick. I hate the idea of the size disparity because if that's the case, bigger people should never wrestle smaller people regardless of gender. You should have never wrestled Mighty Micah. I well, should no, never wrestled. I should Yeah, you know, like that's what's the shit I hate. Like, you, if you don't have a, re- you don't have a real argument other than good wrestlers shouldn't wrestle. But I, I good wrestlers. I, Do you know what I mean? Just to try to cram it in real quick, it's not just the size disparity; it's the size and skill level. I believe that Rey Mysterio can be Kane yes. because Rey Mysterio, not just small, is great. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. If someone is small and they suck, and they wrestle a guy who's big and awesome, <laughs> like, what does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, no, it okay. Does. Alright, cool. Bye. Bye. Hi, and welcome back to the very first episode of uh, <laughs> Dollar Menu Mid-Carters. What? <laughs> God damn it. This All is right. the last... This is Are the we game. done with this segment? So yeah. I'm retroactively. Gonna... Yes. Alright, so mine is, and this will be the one I finally say is killing the business. So. Okay. Alright, here we go. Yeah. Stoked. Like, 
intergender wrestling. Trying to think of the best way to describe it because, like, I can't just say bad wrestling because mm-hmm. I don't feel bad wrestling kills the business, but like shared bad wrestling. Yeah. Viral bad, viral bad wrestling. Viral Un- untrained. Bad. Yeah, like so, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the best way to word this because I could say to him like like places like RCW and he know exactly what I'm talking about, oh. but not everyone. Sounds cool. Right. So not everyone knows. So, okay. um, I guess to broaden it, viral bad wrestling. Um, I guess we we'll just have to say bad wrestling in general. Like I think I understand what you're saying. You're talking about not like so when you go to not like not like botchamania. No, no, but you're talking about like genuinely bad, untrained, unsafe, slow walk into the ring, breaking your ankle, shit like that. Okay, okay. So I think it is killing the business, and here's my examples of it. So I believe that if 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 you're sitting at home and all you know is WWE, you've never been to an indie show. You know a little bit about Japan, but you see that on a big scale. But you know that it exists maybe through the WWE. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. So like, Kenta yeah. came in and oh, for, for, okay, yeah. fine. So let's say you know of WWE, and you've only learned of like AEW from watching the what like TNN. Sure. So you only know that. You don't know of like fucking us running in Spalding Hall. Right. You don't know that there's wrestling in your hometown. You don't know these things. So then you see a viral video of bad fucking wrestling. Yep. Not backyard wrestling either, because I think a fan can look at that and go, well, that's different. Right. But bad wrestling in a building. In a ring. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that they'll look at that and go, oh, that's wrestling that's not WWE. So then they're fucking leaving SmackDown or Raw. And there's me or Tommy or Sarah or someone on our team and goes, hey, come check us out in Alton, Illinois. And they look at that flyer not knowing anything and go, oh, I've seen wrestling like this on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to this. I also believe that if you are brought to a show, so I'll use a promotion example for this. South Broadway has been down in St. Louis for fucking 120,000 years. If, Hello, right. <laughs> fact, fact. If someone goes to that, yeah, and they fucking hate it, yep. There's a good chance that's the end of their, and they don't know of much wrestling outside of WWE, right? I believe that that's the end of their indie wrestling fandom experience. Because then, if they get a flyer for us or anyone else, they're gonna go, "Oh, I seen wrestling like that downtown. I didn't like it. I'm not gonna go to this." Yeah, and. When you cut off the pipeline for new fans, that can kill your business. Might not kill the... Nothing. There's no fucking thing that's going to take down WWE other than, like, we, we talked about, like, the Benoit stuff almost did it. Like, it's going to be very hard to kill the WWE or New Japan or, like... It, it would take a series of horrific right. events. Right, but, like, wrestling at our level, like, at Anarchy level, to kill us, what has to happen is the fans that we have stopped coming, but a pipeline of new fans is destroyed by shitty wrestling and people not coming. Yes. Let's face it. You know, 20 years from now, how many people that were here tonight at Hog Wild will still be coming to shows 20 years from now, even 10 years from now? Mm, we have to years. we have to create new fans, and you're not able to do that if people who don't know much about it, their first thing they see is shitty wrestling. Now, if they see good indie wrestling before that, 
then I think you're in the clear. They'll be able to differ. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be able to see it. But if they don't, they're not going to give it a chance because what else do they have to see other than like a flyer or a match graphic that's put in front of them? And I, that's how I feel about that. And I feel... Uh, no, by all means, you okay. first. Yeah. Uh, so two points to it. Um, and also, like if they see that they're probably not going to go out of their way to look for more examples of local wrestling because right. you can Google anything. Anything yeah, can real quick, especially at our ticket Thanks, price. Please interrupt me. Yes, ticket price too. <laughs> Someone's going to come pay fifteen dollars and they've already seen something real shitty. Like invest another fifteen dollars in that. I don't yeah, think so. I mean, yeah, you don't want to waste your money. You feel it. And yeah, they will not look for. They they won't go to like so let's just keep it South Broadway. They won't go to South Broadway. I think it's shit and be like, okay, well, what other St. Louis? The, that will be it. Right. Like they're not gonna Google St. Louis wrestling scene minus South. I mean, Broadway. You, can't, you can't blame them. No, no you can't. I absolutely like, don't think you should. If, if you went to a restaurant and the food and the service and everything was terrible, the first time you go, you're not gonna be like, oh, maybe it'll be better next time. Yeah. Right. You know, like you're just most well, likely the not gonna go right. by my house. Where I go there and they fuck me over. I've been there five times. Haven't gotten McDonald's. God, damn. they're not taking card. They're All right. shut down. Why do you keep going back? Yeah, that's your fault. Now at this point, I just want to keep going to see when will I receive this delicious Big Mac. This is dark. Okay, like this <laughs> is you saying, "How long can I be beaten?" Yeah, this is like, <laughs> like that's a separate podcast. Right there. Uh, and like on a business end, we've dealt with buildings. That don't want to deal with pro wrestling because shit ooh. feds have burned oh, buildings. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, even uh, up uh, in the far north, uh, where I am from, uh, uh, from you gentlemen, mm-hmm. same thing. Uh, a shit god awful promoter by the name of Sean David Hubbard. Uh, oh, I know Sean David Hubbard. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. Uh, <laughs> years and years ago, before I was ever even involved or in the region, uh, ran a show where he could not pay people, one of which being Mantar. Um, and as mother, as legend, which has been confirmed to be fact, uh, has told me, uh, at the end of the night, Sean's mother, his actual birth mother, had to protect him from Mantar beating his absolute ass into oblivion for his money. So because of this dipshit ripping off Mantar, of all people, there are still times where me and, like, uh, Zishi will go try to get... Venues booked for uh, Zawa shows, Zen of Wrestling Academy. Check us out. Um, we'll go to try to book Zawa shows, and I'll be like, "Oh, there was some guy like about twelve or fourteen years ago that like booked some dude dressed as a cow, and it was a big mess." Who did a cow? No, oh, better Mantar. And 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 so then like it's given us grief. Yeah. Uh, he's also notorious for like booking shows and then canceling them, skipping yeah. town with the money, uh, defrauding charities and everything else. But they only they remember that. Sure. They, they, Even a they, decade but, later, they remember. They sure do. But more than a decade later, they still remember. The, oh yeah, that one guy who had to hide behind his mom because Mantar was going to beat the ever living shit out the of the cow him. guy. Yeah, which I'm just like, like, and like, what are we even doing? Before we got this building, I had to go to two separate buildings: one in Granite City and one in Fairview Heights, Illinois, and show them my ID and prove to them that I was not Mike Gordon because he had burned the Granite City. He just, like, trashed it, didn't clean it up. 
And then in Fairview Heights, they had to legit run him down in the parking lot to get the building fee. I had to go up the tube, both those buildings, to prove I was not him. And in some of them, before they would rent it. And we had to leave deposit checks, too. Yeah. There's, there's a lot about that. that I'm Thankfully, like, they never uh, cash those because those would have bounced like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot about that that is astounding to me. Mainly that they actually had to physically run this guy down yeah. and thought that you were him. Do you actually look like him? No, but we had only talked on the phone. Oh, okay. I thought that they were like looking at you face to face and being like, no, "You're like." There's a significant difference right. in height, weight, color, Some, facial hair, all of it. But someone had like I had booked a building through someone, and then like prove you're not this guy with significant <laughs> reconstructive surgery. <laughs> and then uh, the uh, manager like, "No, we you got to show that you're not him and leave a check." And we did. But and see, like, like this kind of shit that could kill the business. But there's a lot of. There's a lot of cogs to this wheel. Because, okay, so like, for example, like this, uh, I'll go back to him, fucking Sean Hubbard. He'll book shows months on months in advance, and he'll have decent guys booked and, and advertised and announced for them. So part of the blame to me then falls on the talent to be like, yeah, this guy's a fuckstick. I don't want to be do business or be associated with him in any way, shape, or form. Now, granted, having said that, in this particular instance, a lot of them end up canceling because they realize, like, the show's not going to happen, and if it does, this guy's not going to be able to pay me, so I'm not going to leave my house. But they should know better in the first place than to allow their likeness to even be on a fucking flyer. Or even accept a booking from him in the first place. Or even just say hello. (laughs) Yeah, oh, Sean David Hubbard? The last. Eat shit and live, man. (laughs) Or die. No, living after eating shit would be significantly worse. Um, Fair. But no, like, I, I support this whole, like, that that level of bad wrestling kills the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've never thought about it to that degree of, like, oh, well, you see this, you're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, give something else a shot. I know people that don't want to give any, I know people that are in training who have only watched WWE. Mm-hmm. And whenever you try to say, like, Oh man, there's some good stuff in New Japan or you know, uh, Ring of Honor or whatever. They're just like, yeah. Well, I mean, I just watch Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Pay per view if I catch it. Definitely. There's a good number of people that don't even watch NXT. Right? Yeah, you know? when I was yeah. training, there were two people like that, and I had to wean them off that to make them watch NXT. Yeah, like that's how, that's almost the gateway you have to because it's WWE affiliated. You can be like, well, it's a WWE product, just yeah. WWE stars. Boom, and then they see and like, oh, well, where did this guy come from? I'm like, oh, well. Like, yeah, I, 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 for one, like, when I was a kid, like, when I was, like, a huge fan and everything, I didn't know that there was wrestling outside of WWF, uh, WCW, and ECW. Yeah. I didn't know that anything outside of those three things existed. Um, like, I heard them reference shit in Japan, but I didn't know what it was. I had no idea where these people came from. Mm-hmm. None. I only knew of WWE and WCW. I found out about ECW because I used to be a blockbuster manager, and one of the things we had to do was sell direct TV to people because, um, for some fucking unreason, we tried to buy, we tried to sell ourselves out of business with brilliant idea, yeah, right. <laughs> and then on one night, some guy came in. He was, he's, he wanted to flip through the channels because he wanted to watch ECW, but I didn't know what it was. Right. And he puts it on. I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't see any of the guys I know. And he's like, oh, it's ECW. I just happened upon it, and he's like. Ooh, do I gotta turn it off? I'm like, no, no, I like wrestling. Like, so I watched like a while of ECW while the store ran. Did the guy try to tell you that like ECW was real? No, no, I don't really remember the conversation. I, I had friends that tried to sell me on that. Oh. They were like, oh man, WCW and WWF, like that's fake, but ECW is real. 
And like me, my rain, brother. Yeah, I for some reason my idiotic uh, brain briefly bought it until I was like, oh, there's Irish whips. Oh fuck, Uh, it's not. Uh, My mom was a low level criminal, so she had a uh, Directv box that was like unlocked, so you could watch anything and everything. So I anytime that there was a pay per view, which in the nineties would have been like fuck, man, every almost almost every week. I was, I was, hey, I'm coming over to visit. Watch this that's on TV. <laughs> like I was just watching all these papers. Whoops! On the yeah. What are the odds? I'm here on Sunday again uh, <laughs> at mm-hmm. seven p.m. Shocking. When I used to live in Branson, Missouri, I didn't have cable, but I had the porn version of cable where you couldn't. You Sounds could, better. See, you could hear it, and you but you couldn't watch you it. Could obviously, hear the porn. No, you could hear like you could hear the channel clear it's as just, day, but the screen, oh, the, the, the picture was scrambled. I, I would, thought you were like just. Cranking it to the noise. No, like, no. I mean, I did that, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point is, I mean, I would have. We'll not, talk about I'm, that I'm on the Patreon exclusive. <laughs> you gotta, right, you gotta get to that thirty dollars <laughs> yeah. uh, But I bad always, wrestling. Let's get back to that. But I would always listen to WCW because listen, listen to WCW because yeah, it sounded better. <laughs> but then when I got actual cable and could watch the shows. I immediately stopped watching WCW and went right to WWE because so so it the, was the better. The visual is what yeah. flaccid. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, those are lumpy. That's a lumpy ass right there. No, thank you, Undertaker. No, Luger. You mean the Hulkster. <laughs> the Lumpster. Uh, so what do you think is the most... If you were to, to take one thing that could eradicate the quote-unquote bad wrestling... I mean... I don't... Th- I don't... There is I'm not one. sure if there is one. There is not, I don't think it's possible because it's easier to be a bad wrestler than a good wrestler. I've been doing I it for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. like, and there's no, there's no like fucking, I'm board, fucking terrible. board of directors that goes, hey, you can't wrestle. Cause, cause like, what about like state regulation and shit? Well, yeah, but then but sometimes like, I can but, go too far. How, yeah, how does that work? Because there are some people who aren't athletes that are good workers. Like, it's difficult. Like, because nowadays, if you were to politely pull someone into this room and go, hey, this isn't for you. Like, you're, you're, you're not good. Like, right. there's a million other jobs that you can try in wrestling, but in the ring, it's just not going to work for you. All that person's going to do is not come back here because they'll be able to find a shit fed that's going to let them wrestle. Or start one. And then we're the assholes who Plus, told Plus, then you run the risk of that person putting you on, quote-unquote, blast. All right. On but, the social see, media. See, that kind of shit wouldn't bother me, but... I'd be like, here's your matches, judge for yourself. It would bother me, but for the wrong reason. Like, if I tell someone, like, hey, this isn't for you, like, you're going to get hurt, hurt somebody else, or just, uh, quite frankly, uh, uh, disappoint people... And then they try to make me into the villain. Oh, yeah. That that shit does irritate me. Like, it doesn't if, bother, like it's I got no problem being the bad guy years. if I'm the bad guy. Like, I, that's that's fine, guys. I don't like dogs, but like, Oof. if yeah, you heard me. Right. Not a fan. People uh, like different things. But if I'm doing what I feel is in the right, and it's just it's not a, a bad thing. It's just a harsh truth. And yeah. I'm made to be a bad guy. Then that that well, brother, does welcome, not welcome. I mean, you have the one last redeeming quality, right? That's why I don't live here. Oh, among yeah, many it's, other it's, reasons, it's, uh, we are villains. It, it, yes, all there's, there's, been, <laughs> there's been plenty Squirrel of people that, that don't like me just because I don't book them. 
Uh, well, how dare you? I know. But and we've lost money of tag bookings. Thank so you. it's we like it's, it's anymore, a really. situation where you can't stop it because if you try, they're just going to go somewhere else and not all these places are going to stop it because some of them are these places. So What if we banned video cameras unless you had $500? Because a lot of these shitty places don't have $500. Yeah, you could try. Yeah. I mean, a good number. I'll be honest. I put a lot of work into uh, like a base frame of like LinkedIn but for pro wrestlers, like a LinkedIn for okay, wrestlers, okay. where like you could like, boom, here it is. Like, I don't remember what the qualifications were, like trainer, blah, blah, blah. And then they had to be verified already. Yeah. And like, you know, obviously some people would just be, it was a whole thing that I don't really I think, remember to. And like in my head, like, oh, this would work. But in my other head, like, you know, you're my friend, you're my friend, just vouch for me and I'm done. Yeah. But then when that happens, promoter A, B, and C are like, no, he's shit. Well, then here come the friends and... And it's like, and somebody's like, you have to let fans in on that. I'm like, no, that wouldn't be the point of it. I also think that, like... And it just became too complicated. Also, I, I set you up for failure with my question because there is no answer. No. Uh, yes. But I think it's also important to note that, like, we always... Like, a lot of people always go back to training, like, who trained you and whatever. And it's a weird thing for me because, to me, like, that's so subjective. Because right. I've, I've had... I've, I guarantee you both have been in the same boat. You've had matches with guys who have paid thousands of dollars to be trained by some of the best wrestlers that are alive today. Yes, I have wrestled and they're, Kenway. And, and, and they're <laughs> awful. And they're just dreadfully fucking bad. Yeah, he gave the phone the middle finger. Yeah. And then you have matches with guys who are, uh, for all rights and purposes, not trained. And they're great. Yeah. And it's good. Like, I, I'm a big fan of the, the idea that, like, you can have a GED and be a millionaire, and you can be a Harvard grad... And be on welfare. Like, your training... I'm not saying that it's not important. But I am saying that it does not guarantee success, nor does it guarantee failure. Nor right. should it. You're right. Uh, and no, I think it, it comes down to, like, like we talked about with intergender, skill level. Some people just don't have the skills to be a professional wrestler. And they shouldn't be. Yes. They can be a referee, a manager. A manager. A fan. Set a fucking up, announcer. Crew, security, fan. Yeah. Like, if you, if you love this and you try to do it and it's not for you, bub, there is no shame in just right. buying a ticket, yep. watching the show, get a shirt if you see yep. a shirt that's cool and fits you. I tell people. Buy like, me a beer and then go the fuck home. Like, like I, uh, a lot, I get and I'm grateful for it, but there'll be people like, how can we help? How can we help Anarchy? If you need anything, let me know. And the answer always is like, the best way to help is monetarily. Because we're, we're not millionaires. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't need help. Like, I, we have a team that promotes. And like, we, we have, have a set team. Up like, we have like 15 people here setting up the ring. And so it's like. And they're already vying for spots on the <laughs> like show. Money show. place doesn't operate on well wishes and right, and, and, and it's like, laws. I don't like to say that all the time because it doesn't sound like it's like a money grab or it's like God, man, you guys are always asking for money. But it's like let me just bang that drum. Yeah, that, real that, quick. That's how we survive. So like the best way, <laughs> so slamming his mug against the bars <laughs> of the fucking yeah. jail cell, Please. just alms, alms for but the that, poor. That, that, that's how we survive. So the pass best, a, the best way. Why to support... don't we pass a collection plate around? Oh, sweet. So, God. so at Hood no. Slam or no. whatever, whatever it was, like fans would throw money into the ring. So, see, take the collection plate, streamline the process. <laughs> Maybe have Buddy Shepard give a sermon. Yeah, fuck Buddy Shepard. I hate that guy. I hate Buddy. I'm Shepard. not saying the sermon would be good, but I I used to go to church a lot. It sucked, but people still oh, put money into that fucking awful. plate. 
Or they touch the plate. God bless. <laughs> Sometimes they put a coupon in there. <laughs> you ever go to Captain D's? <laughs> to Captain D's. And we bring it back full circle. <laughs> With 30 seconds left. That's Hell right. Hell yeah. That's Exquisite well storytelling. Done. Well done. You're right welcome, there. by the we, way. We that have weaved a tapestry that you will now enjoy <laughs> for a lifetime. Lob that up into the air and then with the closing seconds hit it right out of the park. This was good. I think we should do this again. Maybe uh, in the next. Are you at PWCS in June? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, fuck sure. You will. Whatever. Actually, no, I don't think I am. Well, July. Oh, there'll be a come along for that one. There's a good chance I'll be on my couch. That's fair. Yeah. There's Circus, a good chance I'll Cir- be on my couch too. Circus Maximus. Then we'll do. Fucking a, Cotton. Right. Let's see if it plays off. This no, is- that wasn't the right fucking quote. I can't. End. God damn it. <laughs> what? He said that. <laughs> Quote yeah, blew I blew it hard. It's supposed to be it's his bold strategy, Cotton. Let's <laughs> see, see if it pays, pays off. off I said, yeah. fucking A, Cotton. And he said, let's see if it plays off. Uh, it pays off. I'm drunk, God too. Damn it, you're dumb. Idiot. I'm no better than Kenway. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>